Harry Talks. Welcome back. Another episode, another day, another week, more content. The kids love content. That's what I've heard a rumor about. So the more the merrier and we're not compromising on quality today either, I don't think. We've got someone who is just, I'd almost say omnipresent in Sydney. (laughs) If you haven't, and like it's almost guaranteed that you have somehow walked into his work or witnessed his work from a visual aspect, from a musical aspect, from any lane almost. Um, I've got the one, the only skeleton on Paris Hawks. It's so good to be here. Thanks for that beautiful intro. No worries. And we have a fair bit of ambience today. I'm not sure if you'll catch the rain in the background um, on the microphones because they are quite sensitive. But if you do, that might be a a bit of a vibe. I actually love it. It's a big vibe. I'm a big um, rainy mood fan. You know, when you're just chilling at home, working or something, have on that ambient rain sound. Yeah. So it really suits the vibe. Amazing. I feel... I've been getting into those like ambient background noise things, but then I also read a study that was like, if you're listening to something, no matter what it is, it compromises your productivity regardless. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, there's always a study, isn't there? (laughs) Like, I feel like there's also like white noise is meant to help with some kinds of brainwave activity, but then like, who knows if it feels good. Exactly. Listen to it. <laughs> but I'm also a sicko. Like, I'll listen to... I could listen to, like, Butter Sessions trance while studying. And then, yeah. like, it just puts me in a zen sort of mood for some reason where there's just, like, this focus. Anything with no... Anything instrumental is good, I find. Like, like listening to, like, deep techno playlists and stuff is such a good, um, you know, zone in, do work kind of zone. Definitely. Um, ambient... But driving. (laughs) (laughs) But is that almost dangerous? Like, you don't want to be too zen driving, right? No, sorry. I mean, like, the driving vibe while you're you're working. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get too zen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'll just hop straight in because we could small talk for literally hours. Um, How have you felt 2021 been so far? There's, I feel a lot of, not weird energy, but, like, a collective, like, either optimism or pessimism I feel but it's been a great start of the year for music I think generally and releasing music so how could you sum up the momentum you think you've gained in the Skeleton Project in the last couple of months and just reflecting on that yeah it's been like I feel like there's as you said there's a, there's an energy that is um, it's kind of unsettled but in a kind of hopeful way like yeah. everyone's kind of like not exactly sure what we're doing yet but personally i've got lots of like it seems like so many people are have taken a bit of time and whether or not they've like had projects they were doing in lockdown or whether or not they're just like it's just what has kind of arisen from that time period but like everyone seems to be really excited about just like putting out art and also really supporting each other's art that has come out like lots of small community stuff and like I think everyone's just so keen. Um, it seems like there's not much negativity in the scene at the moment. Like everyone's like, hell yeah, definitely get it. Like do, do your thing. That's mad. Which has been really nice. Um, you know, like starting to release the skeleton stuff and like we're just doing our first show and stuff like that. Like feels like it's such a nice time for it. Um, I was a little bit hesitant because I've had this stuff for years. I've been working on it yeah and then it just so happened that you know when i was ready to put it out it was middle of last year which was um an odd time to release something but it it did work and now i'm feeling like quite good about the timing in that it's like really starting to like we're just starting to play shows starting to like write more stuff and get releases happening right at this time when it's like feels like a new little upwelling of um intensity Definitely. And I feel like not in a competition sort of way, but in a very productive way, people are really trying to tap into the momentum at the moment. Mm. So as you said, there's so much like incredible art coming out. There's so much like just, you know, there's an event here, there's a show there Mm. and like everyone's trying to capitalize on that because there is so much energy and momentum. And when you have just like 
you know so much incredible energy it just motivates everybody and i think it's such a it's like you know you're just starting the fire and i think people have like kind of well i don't know i can't talk for anyone of course but like myself it's like this kind of reckoning with uh oh how do i like i feel felt pretty good just like doing less in lockdown yeah. and then like uh it let, let's it kind of i feel like people have learned to um listen to the, the, that feeling of momentum it's like and kind of deal with it in this way where it's like oh it's okay to feel like i just don't want to do anything yeah. for a while and i'll do that and then and not feel bad about it and not feel like trying to divorce yourself from that pressure to always like be on and creating and do that stuff but then when the momentum is there you're like okay this feels good let's yeah. like keep um really like key into it and like follow it through which is really fun um a really fun feeling <laughs> yeah i think so and i think people will change the way they see and i feel like there's two sort of ways that i sort of reflected on lockdown where it was i thought that i was going to come out of lockdown and be like oh i said like i hate when i say like <laughs> um i thought that i would feel almost where oh i can't believe i took going out for granted i'm not going to miss any of those opportunities but now coming out of lockdown i feel like or out of the whole covid thing hopefully i feel like it's way more i'm going to appreciate that i don't have to go out every night if That's i don't it. want to yeah. or like commit to stuff that i don't feel like committing to yeah it makes you re-examine like the reasons why you do things and it's like hey why do i like going out oh this is why this is what i miss yeah this is what i want to do and i will like not feel you know it, it kind of takes away that fomo pressure yeah to like do things just because and you're like no nah, this is what i'm about you know definitely yeah. skeleton um and we'll talk more about skeleton but just because of your track record i want to take it back all the way to the start a beginning the young skelly <laughs> um you have been in music obviously for a while but where did the foray start where was the initial inkling to get involved where did that you know begin with just music in general music in general oh man um i remember i think i started playing in like my first band was in high school of course like and we just kind of i think it was just like listening to music and just being like imagine making something like that like yeah. imagine imagine if that was like your song or imagine if you could like um you know create something that has that same impact as like something like this so when you're trying to write songs back then you're just like imagining like oh this incredible I don't know what I was listening to, Led Zeppelin or something, or like Ben Folds. Like, yeah, imagine like if you could write a song which just kind of did what that did, which meant meant like you know as you always do, you try and write songs like other people. Yeah, and then you kind of um, slowly and slowly figure out what you're actually trying to write. Yeah, or like what what what's something that you can express that's like not that yeah um yeah so i know it's always been like following that kind of thing through and then once i kind of figured out that it was just really fun to play with other people as well then it became a lot about that as well like yeah. the actual experience of just like playing music with friends and i think that's kind of those two things have really kind of been what kind of like has taken me through like yeah. all the different random music things that I've done in my life um, it's always those kind of threads of like wow wouldn't it be great to create something that can like change someone's perspective or not perspective but like just create a feeling yeah. for someone and then also how fun is it to like to be doing that with other people like, <laughs> that you like it's pretty selfish no, <laughs> no yeah it's beautiful like that um, and I think that contrasts the whole skeleton thing interestingly because you know a lot of the projects have been with i don't want to say this in a negative light mm. like the regular offenders yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. the people you'd sort of expect the crew to be with yeah um so how did skeleton come out of that when was whether was it, it was naturally or um calculated 
for lack yeah. of a better term. I, it was definitely... When did it break through? It was completely uncalculated in a way. I think it was... I started... Because the whole time we'd be doing fishing and like... Um, I'd always kind of been like mucking around with more kind of vocal leaning stuff um, throughout that process, but it never felt like a, you know, fishing was kind of like electronic, a bit more instrumental. Like there were some vocals on there, especially when we did the album and that kind of stuff. But um, I was always kind of just like, checking things out it's like do i want to do i want this kind of sound do i like this do i like this um but i was never trying in particular to do anything and so i think i started writing some songs about like four years ago or something like that maybe even more like it kind of just emerged with these ideas when i'd just be in the studio and just like make something yeah with absolutely no um no vision of what it was for what yeah. it would be um, and kind of just let myself go wild which always ends up with me singing something over the top because it's yeah. just like the easiest way like you're making a like a, a loop or a, a vibe and you're just like well this is what the melody should be over yeah. the top you're just singing it and it's so much easier to get yourself in that headspace if you're not like planning on showing this to yeah. anyone if you're not planning on doing anything with it um, and in that way like it just kind of I realized after I'd been doing it for a while, like, you know, literally a few years and started listening back to some of the ideas and you're like, oh, maybe this is just how I sound. Like, yeah. maybe this is just the music that I make, yeah. right? Like, it's not when I, I'm not trying to like make some dance music. I'm not trying to like do anything. I felt like for a long time, you know, I had approached music a little bit more, uh, a little bit in a little bit more of a calculated way. Yeah. Whereas with this stuff, um, it really felt like doing it just for me, like in the moment, like this is what I want to hear right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then when I listened back, when I started, it, it started to kind of form into like, hey, okay, this is actually maybe a, a project. This is yeah. a sound um, that I'm doing without even kind of realizing it. Yeah. And then once I kind of heard that, I was like, okay, cool. And then kind of went back and... Um, you know, revisited those ideas and kind of fleshed them out a small amount, but also a lot of them are just like, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. How much do you like credit the, like the freedom or like the lack of intention to like creating this project? Do you feel like it's, that was just like 99% of the inspiration for it where it's like, it just got birthed out of that. Or do you think there are other factors as well that were really influencing, you know, the evolution? Well, I think it's like, it's interesting because I think it's a thing that goes beyond just like writing music as well. I think it's like a a sense of kind of growing into yourself a little bit where you're um, like that having that lack of intention or having having that just freedom to create something without putting pressure on yourself to be a certain way, I think is like it's a hundred percent like what you need to create something well for me at least it's like I felt like before I'd given myself that space like I was never fully happy with something that I'd made like obviously yeah I like it with everything (laughs) like it's great but uh I never felt like something really got to the point where I was like yeah this is like I I wouldn't change a thing like this is what I want um and it's also kind of similar in life as well like you know like with identity and those kind of things and it's just like I think it kind of happened at the same time when I was just feeling like having that freedom and um, lack of parameters it's not like I think you can just you can do that you can create that space for yourself yeah Um, same in you know in music and in life so it's not just something that you have to wait you know wait around yeah. and see when it comes like I don't want to like make it mystical like that yeah but it is something that I felt like I really needed to grow into to get to a point where I'm like no this is I'm just chilling like yeah. <laughs> it's cool <laughs> and I might be I'm not uh, my words are so off today I might be out of line or this might be wrong to say do you feel like there's an irony in you create a project with no intention 
and then it becomes a project and then you have to write for that project yeah with an intention but i think this is what like i you always like do have have that little bit of a fear but like i don't actually have that fear and i think it's because as i was saying it's like once you create that space for yourself like you kind of learn how to well i feel like i'm learning i'm in the process of learning how to like um remember what that's about and like so when i'm writing more stuff i'm like just putting myself back in that headspace yeah where i'm like trying not to trying to learn to escape that kind of self-pressure and self-talk kind of thing and just be like no this is like just remember what the project's about it's not like oh wait i i got to this point and now it's changed. It's like, no, this is what I was doing. Yeah. This is why I was doing it. And it's still the same reason, you know, it's still just because I, you know, want to feel really good when I'm making music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the first song that you'd written in the skeleton era that people have heard or are going to hear? Or was this like the first one that was like, finished or you knew it was like something i think out of ones that people have heard i think mirrored was the first one where i had kind of got it to a point where i had just like you know i'd written the verses and the choruses and i'm just like i think that was one of the first points i was like okay <laughs> this is this is a sound like this is i really like the attitude of this yeah. like i like the vibe and I want people to hear it. You know what I mean? Like when I had finished that song, I was like, okay, I yeah, want to show this to some yeah. people. Um, and then there's some songs which I'd actually written or started before that, which will probably come out soon as well, around that same time, yeah. um, which were also part of that same genesis. Yeah. I mean, Biting Stone was like also kind of around that time, but a little bit later. Beautiful. But yeah, it was a... It was really exciting to like, you know, get yeah. to the point of like, oh, cool. This is like, this is an actual um, song, a feeling that <laughs> I, 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 I like listening to. Yeah. It is. It's mirrored is, well, I think mirrored will always be my favorite, just like on when and how I heard it. It was just like, you know, one of those mornings where you just, you there's something missing, like you're just craving something. Oh yeah. And then like someone sends you a link and it's like, have you listened to this yet? And I'm like, no. That's what like, you need. It's weird yeah. how like yeah, fully. music can come into your life as like a puzzle piece, like just when you need it. hundred percent. Like it's wigs me out entirely. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's for, right? Just like, um, putting a, putting a spin on life. I guess you can put it that way. Yeah, that's a great. It is a spin on life. It is a spin on life. Why do you think mirrored had to come first then, or not had to come first? But why I, did mirror mirrored make sense coming first? I think you? it was that same kind of feeling where it was like this. When I, you know, this felt like the project to me. Like that song felt like a really good representation of what the whole thing was about. Yeah, essentially. Um, and so, yeah, it felt like starting a whole brand new identity and a whole brand new project. I really wanted the first song to um, not just be like, hey, here's a good song that people yeah. might like. I wanted it to be like, this is what like I'm doing here. Yeah. You know, um, it's not just, I'm not just trying to release some songs. I'm trying to like, well, I am, but like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to like be like, uh, representing like a feeling yeah represent a type of thing that i want to see in the world you know, that classic thing and mirrored felt like it was the um perfect perfect kind of representation of that definitely yeah. what was the feeling like not the night before but just before mirrored came out was there like was it a confidence in you where it was like this is something that i love and is super me so I'm so fine with that being out in the world and I'm really comfortable with that being that in the world or was it the other end where it's like holy shit I'm singing about real things on this song and everyone's about to hear it I think it's funny like when I was first talking when I was first showing the project to people and like talking about how I was going to release it and everything 
there was that little bit of fear of like, well, this is, you know, it's a lot of me just doing this thing and like putting it out there and hearing people react to it. But like, I didn't have tons of that, like as, as it went on. Cause I was, I was really quite sure that I liked yeah. it and I was sure that I, um, wanted people to hear it. Like I've never stopped wanting people to hear it. Um, and so I think because I'd had mirrored for a long time, uh, and it was actually like in the lead up to the release of it and with the launch of the project in general, it was more that like, I was just, I was really excited for people to hear it. And I actually kind of was just caught up in the actual logistics, yeah. of like getting music out, like doing the art and yeah. like doing videos and those kind of things that it was more that feeling of like, oh crap, I've been so excited for this to come out for years or a year or two. Yeah. And, and then it just all kind of like, well, it yeah. happened before I knew it because yeah. I was like so caught up in like doing the, the other stuff, which is actually kind of a great way to do it. So I wasn't like yeah. freaking out the whole time. I exactly. was just like, oh it's, yeah, it's out like mad. <laughs> um, deadlines are great as well. I mm. feel like without them, I would be a totally, like, I mean, yeah, I have a, mixed relationship with deadlines <laughs> that's a love-hate relationship not the label just like watching this right now and being like yeah yeah, yeah. if he says anything about a deadline positively yeah yeah. yeah um well here's a question just to pull it back a bit again what made like was it mid to late last year or just my timeline just with COVID and stuff is just absolutely wigged but what made when Skeleton came out the right time to introduce people to Skeleton? When Mirrored came out, sorry. Um, why do you think that was the right time for the world to open up? It was, it's funny because, like, it just, um, like, I'd always just wanted to, like, put it out as soon as possible. I was like, get it out there, yeah. show people these things. Um, and it like, you know, it could have happened earlier, but it was like getting everything prepared on the back end yeah. and the label side and that kind of thing. Um, just kind of meant that it was around that time. We had that, that opportunity to kind of be like, oh, we could save it. Like yeah. we could push it back. Um, and like, cause launching a brand new project in the middle of 2020 was like, yeah, it's not ideal yeah but i think it was just like that feeling of like yeah no this is what i want to put out into the world and it's like it's always positive like uh, all the music that i've made i'm never trying to make like a a song which is necessarily like talking about like something it's, it's, I'm never trying to make a, a song that's trying to make someone feel sad or yeah. trying to make someone like even like I don't know yeah I, I, it always wanted to be have a positive energy yeah. to it in, in, in it's like deepest essence yeah. <laughs> so um, it felt like great this is you know for better or worse like um what more would I want to do right now than just like, you know, share exactly. that with the world. Yeah. Like, um, and I think it's, it's always interesting, like making music, especially as like a, you know, cis white dude in Sydney as yeah. a, in a Western country, just super ultra privileged. And it's like, what have I got to share? That's yeah. like that people should actually care about, you know, it's like, and it's like, well, just like, it doesn't need to be, I don't need to like tell some, tell people about my life. I don't yeah. need to like make grand statements about the world. And it's more just like, this is an honest sharing of yeah. like how I feel. Um, and I feel like in 2020, it was, uh, it felt like kind of nice to kind of remember that that's can just an, one one voice in a whole sea of voices. And it's like, cool um it's just another positive thing yeah if people want to listen to it great so it almost like just ended up as not a blessing in disguise but the timing was just 
it got to a point where people, it almost like people needed it a little bit, but not needed it in a really craving something positive where if they stumbled across it, yeah. I was like, oh, this sort of makes me feel a bit uplifted and happy. So it's sort of nice that it came out when it did by well, chance. I think it's like, yeah, the, the whole thing is like, no matter what you're putting out, I think like you want to hear something that's honest to a degree. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be like bearing your soul or anything, yeah. but something that you're like, so whoever's putting any art into the world, you just want to hear something that's like representative of like some honesty definitely in the life. And it's like, and I think there was tons of that last year, you know, like everyone was kind of stripping away a little bit of the like art scene, music scene, or just egos in general. And like, not that I think that's a problem usually, but like it was really, everyone was quite kind of upfront and quite open yeah. about um, what they were doing and how they were feeling. Definitely. And so it felt like a kind of a conducive environment to like people releasing music which actually um had like a nice impact yeah definitely and it gives it a human touch and like it's weird with electronic music to say that some electronic music just has an edge of this is separate to skeleton has like a weird sense of like human to it and like i don't know why but then when you do make like the skeleton-esque music people just really want something that they not that can relate to on a literal level mm. but if something is honest it has that human sense it feels a bit like a hug i think yeah as oh, a, so and that's exactly straight through it i reckon yeah like you just know it's hard to you know there's no there's no trick to like this is how you make something sound yeah. honest or this is how you make it real it's like sometimes it feels good sometimes it doesn't like yeah. and i think listeners and people can just really they can sense, you know, like if something, if you're behind something, no matter what it is, it's like, it just comes through. Perfect. Mm. Let's go to Walking On Your Name. Music video. Mm. Incredible. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just like, it didn't hurt. I don't want to say it hurt, but it was like, oh, I missed that a little bit. I missed it a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. not in a negative way of like, it was back to the thing where it's just like appreciating the beauty in a space that I did take for granted. I feel like, um, how important do you feel like for you? Cause you did direct the music video that you also have control of the visuals and the music video as to create the whole honest picture. Like how important is the visuals to the project for you? Yeah. It's interesting. The, um, I've always done like, you know, the whole thing, I've always done it myself. And it's kind of, it's partly just because of the actual, like, because it's kind of my job as well, like doing like videos and yeah. art and that kind of stuff. It's like, well, I can't really afford to pay someone yeah. else to do it. It's like, and so if I don't do it myself, either, like if I don't do it myself, it'll be super budget. Yeah. And, uh, not that it isn't super budget anyway, but it's like, at least um, if I'm doing it myself, I can, um, it's just like the bar stops with me where I'm just yeah. like, this is how good I can make it. If I'm happy with it, yeah, exactly. that's it. Like, and it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, I also think it does, you know, it is part of that thing where it's like, if I'm, if I'm behind the project, as I was, as we've been talking about, like if it's me and it's, if I'm a hundred percent honest with it, then like I should be able to like get behind it on a, on a visual level as well. Yeah. Like not just in like the making of visuals, but also being like present in them. Like I'd never, I, I sometimes feel a bit weird in general. I often feel a bit weird about, you know, that kind of having the visuals focus on me as a performer like yeah. I'm out there like front and center like uh just like having my face over everything <laughs> it's like it I never love the feeling of that because I don't want to try and put myself on any kind of platform yeah but at the same time I think the reason why I do it is because I feel like it's important like if you're trying to connect with people you got to be out there, you know, like yeah. you need to be open to it and you can't be like hiding behind. Like I, I never wanted to be like 
anonymous or mysterious yeah. or that kind of thing. It's like, you know, once again, especially as, you know, it's like there's a, there's a million like white dude anonymous electronic producers yeah. out there. Just we like, don't need another do anything. one. We don't yeah. need another one. It's like, if I'm doing it, it's me. Just, you know, I'm here. Yeah. Um, and so I think all that visual stuff ties into that as well, where it's like, yeah, it's once again, just I'm here. Check it out. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and the music video for that is all about, you know, the essence of the dance floor and the club. Did yeah. the inspiration, you know, start from that? Was it, again, for lack of a better term, like a morning of the club and the, the people? Or did it start as just like, let's just get people dancing and then it sort of like tilt in with all the old videos and stuff? Well, it really, yeah, it was, it was definitely not that I set out to be like, <laughs> create some kind of um, I didn't even dance. try and create a club scene like I didn't I wasn't like what we need is we need to like really hark back to the club on this um, it was more like like everything that I kind of do with this project is like starting with like I was trying to think of what to do for a video for, for ages and it's like I couldn't get away from when I listened to the song the feeling of it I was just like nah people need to be dancing it needs to be like kind of yeah. dark and because that's just like what I felt in the song it's kind of what it's um, expressing I guess and so I was like cool oh, that means we'll get some lights yeah. we'll get some people dancing and we'll do this thing and it's like I guess I'll be in there in the background or whatever because like and then it kind of started to feel like okay it's like it, it this this is kind of like what happens in the club like yeah. this is the vibe um, and so it was more in the actual editing process and the and the um, when we we're shooting it that it kind of we realized it's like oh yeah okay this is what we're doing and then i like after that because it started to feel like that i was like oh cool and then i went back through my iphone photos like to my camera roll and just like got a bunch of old like snippets that i'd filmed at parties and was yeah. like we'll put them in too because that like creates the vibe um yeah so it was really just kind of came out of just uh the feeling of knowing I knew the feeling I wanted to make. Yeah. And so I just followed that and then be like, oh, okay, it is about the club. <laughs> yeah. Just like unraveling all this yeah. like deep down. Yeah. And then you're, yeah, seriously, you're like editing it. I was like, oh man, I do miss this. <laughs> like I didn't realize. <laughs> I feel like the Good Spirits video. Similar the, vibe. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like the, I feel like that one didn't it like hurt, not hurt in a negative way. It just like, I was like, shit, like that's, there was something about just the energy and aura in like, I feel like because there were no visuals about seeing people dance together during mm. that period. And it was like this weird angelic, I don't know, world that was just like, oh. Yeah, that was a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> like the shot of like everyone coming together. Like, yeah. Just I'm always like that when I do videos. Like I'm always like, oh, just want to make it bigger at the end yeah. like it's always the same kind of vibe where it's like we gotta celebrate <laughs> yeah we do oh uh, yeah fully hmm where to go from here so many directions we can take this so many directions already I was wondering how do you think your perspective on songwriting generally has changed now during the skeleton era that you didn't really expect for it to change like just your perspective on creating a song, creating music. You've already sort of touched on it mm. as well, but just like moving into a new direction, how do you think that general, your general idea of creating music has changed? I think like, especially with songwriting, I've been thinking, I think the, the, the longer I get into the project and like how I'm thinking about music at the moment, like I'm just really, have been thinking differently about like what makes a song connect with people like and it's like um trying to kind of not that i know like yeah but trying to kind of look deeper into kind of like uh okay it's is it is it like having a catchy chorus like is it is it doing um is it particular sounds and these kind of things and just like really like kind of re-examining it's like and opening up that idea of like 
oh, this song, why do I connect with it? Why yeah. is this so amazing when it sounds quite similar to a whole bunch of these other things? Yeah. Like, what is makes it special? Um, and it kind of, by doing that, kind of opening up ways for yourself to, like, make songs which still connect on this, like, level, um, on a hardcore level, but, like, don't actually... Uh, sounds like a pop song necessarily yeah so that's all really wishy-washy but yeah. like you know there's so many amazing songs that people are making at the moment like that it's just like crazy sounds crazy structures crazy arrangements like uh yet still just feel like a pop song like yeah you know, and you just listen to it and you're like yeah like what is what's happening yeah. there like why why does this work um and really like not that I'm trying to like I, I never get in the studio and try and like oh sometimes but not for this project I never get in there and like be like okay I'm gonna try and achieve this yeah. one particular technique of making a song but it's like teaching yourself like thinking about how to hear songs differently yeah. really helps me like go in um, and hear different things in my own music when I'm making it I think yeah. yeah I don't think I've ever asked myself like why yeah it's it's, it's just a crazy question it, yeah it just hits yeah. and it's like if it hits I'm happy with it yeah and just like I feel like I'd like because music tastes are obviously diverse in nature <laughs> crazy point <Perry. laughs> um, where it's like I wonder why I really enjoy like down tempo deep house mm. and then also love jazz rap but I feel like there's a reason there's an overlap there totally. that I just haven't discovered yet. And it's yeah. super interesting. Or like why people that listen to ambient music typically also love listening to trance. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, well, I guess it's just like what feels good. And it's True. like so many different things can make you feel good. <laughs> and even things which make you feel a little bit bad could make you feel good yeah. about like just that experience of actually interacting with something is, is fun in itself definitely you know like like i think that's why you know anything like you know you can listen to some like wild like hard style or something and it's still like it's like wow this isn't it's not like oh this music makes me feel good it's like the actual process of yeah like, the process of listening to it and interacting with like the people at the other end of this production or something yeah. like it just like that's a fun like process of give and take definitely like, wow i can't believe someone's made this i can't believe it sounds like this i can't believe it's making me feel this crazy way <laughs> that whole process is like why we listen to music you know yeah it's like, well cool connection <laughs> it's, it's crazy <laughs> art is crazy oh i think we can all agree <laughs> um what do you think the most rewarding thing about releasing the skeleton music has been like whether it's a small thing that it's, you just cherish or is it the it's whole just thing that. It's or is exactly it? what i was saying like it's 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 that process of feeling people and hearing people like telling you that they connect that yeah you've, you've made them feel like that like you know like in this way or it's like i've made this music you know by myself like thinking about the feeling of it and like having people finally get to listen to it and like just in, in whatever way you express like that like you know whether it's like seeing people on Insta or social media yeah. or at the show like or just in person um, just telling you that they listening to that has made them kind of like have this experience yeah it's like that's that's so good you know it's it's weird because you can't even it's not like you're sitting there being like, oh, I can't wait till that happens. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting to check that off my list, but it's like... Just refreshing your DMs. Yeah, like, like you can't... Like, I don't even know why it makes me feel good. It's just yeah. like, it does. <laughs> you just want to impact people. I just want... It's, I know, it's like, it's cheesy as, it's cheesy as heck, but like, connection, you know? It's yeah. like, what you, it's what we're here for. And it's, um, it's a weird one, but it, like, it really works. Definitely. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> um... Oh, this is a shocking question, but... Hit me. This is just, like, classic press release, like, 
intern at Purple Sneakers question. No, I'm taking the piss. Um, like, how excited or how important do you feel like the live element of Skeleton is going forward? Um, because I know some people's mm. projects are just very much, you know, it's super listenable and it's going to be great live, but the main aspect of it is listening. Or, like, just how important do you feel like the live aspect and showing people that live aspect of Skeleton is going to be going forward? <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> sorry, I just got, I was like, oh, I hope the roof does not fall in on us. Wet. Yeah, I think we'll survive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. It's a great question. Like I, I think it's like I remember like right at the start of this we were talking about you know how I got into music and like what I get out of it and it's like I think that's kind of the live aspect of it really. Um, appeases my like the other part of why yeah. I love music which is just like, like I love making music by myself and just getting deep in those you know feelings of like how it can make you feel but then sharing that like by playing with other people is just like can't get enough of it yeah and so I always I had no interest in like doing even though it's a solo project I had no interest in like just doing it myself like just being there with a, a laptop yeah. or something or whatever in whatever way I do it like um, cause also I don't, some, you know, I don't want to, uh, get down on anyone because like, obviously some people do it amazing, but I, I personally never have had as much fun watching just like a solo yeah. singer, uh, with backing track kind of thing. Cause it's like, um, I guess it's just not for me. And I, I love the energy of like seeing people. Yeah. and feeling people like play together on stage and so I wanted in that same way it's like if I'm making music I want to give people a maximum like experience yeah. it's like that's what I want to do live I want people to feel it like and feel us having fun definitely and feel us like creating an energy yeah. in the room which is why I decided to like get a make it a band thing and it's interesting because it's like it took it takes a bit of tweaking to get it to the point where you can actually play it as a band yeah. like it's not like just like oh easy let's get on the yeah. guitar and play some <laughs> drums but it's not too bad like it, it because I think the songs are quite simply arranged in yeah. terms of the layers and the sounds and I'm using a lot of the same kind of the same sound sources on a lot of things because I just like that's what I do yeah. so it's not too hard to kind of put it into that live context it feels pretty good still it's a, it's a definitely um an exciting work in progress yeah <laughs> yeah definitely yeah how was the learning curve for you and i might be missing stuff in your background here so correct me if i'm wrong how was the learning curve coming out and singing on records and then hearing that back and being comfortable with that yeah because <laughs> i know like from like my previous partner took her so long to get to the point where she was happy to put it like all the records were amazing and epic but it just got to a certain point where it was just like someone has to take this out of your hands and just show the world this thing because yeah. like that sort of level of comfort it's sometimes hard to achieve yeah I feel like it's 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 a classic um, problem that yeah. people have like it's, it's like I've, I've struggled with it like I've never been happy like I've sung on a few fishing things yeah um in the past but it's it was mainly like kind of shrouded in um you know other sounds and reverb and like just more of a, like a yeah, vibe yeah. creating thing I've never been really like comfortable being up front and like putting your voice as this forefront um but I think it was that same that same process of like coming to terms with like this is how it sounds and this is me and it's like I'm okay with that yeah but also a, a lot of it was I credit like Al like my friend Al Wright who helped me record um like I showed him some of the songs when it was just like real demo vocals and he's like really great at um recording vocals and producing vocals in this way yeah um and that when i he offered to record the songs for me and so i like just went and 
do the process of actually recording proper vocals with him. And it was the first time in my life I've listened back to something and been like, whoa, okay. I can stand. Yeah. Like, I, it, it's okay that that's like my voice is up the front there. Yeah. Like, um, and I think it's that thing of like, I'd always, um, I'd always kind of like shied away from it. And so, but you can tell like, you know, if you're, you're putting your voice back in the mix with lots of reverb on it, kind of like that kind of stuff as we, as I used to do in like fishing and that kind of thing. It's like, it's never going to, you're never really going to be happy with it as a voice because yeah. you're not kind of, you're not committing to it. But with this stuff, it's like, get it out the front, like sing it a million times, it, like yeah. layer it up. And it's like, that's it. Like when, when you commit with uh, intention, I think it comes across and it's like, so it doesn't matter if the notes aren't like yeah. perfect. It doesn't matter if you say things a bit weird or whatever. It's like, it's about the actual vibe that you're giving yeah. off. The full you perform. And it's like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm down with giving off this vibe now. <laughs> Perfect. Wow, 50 minutes. Could you believe that? Wow. It's gone like so quick. It's cool. You know why? Good chat. It's because I'm a great interviewer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the final sort of question I ask, every, well, there's a couple more questions, but the final sort of serious question I sort of ask everybody is asking... Like, how do you, not just as a skeleton, but as a creative, as an artist, in everything you do, sort of, like, measure success? Like, how, like, not so much on, like, mm. oh, I'd like to play this venue or, you know, get this many streams, but just, like, internally tick the boxes for yourself and be fulfilled yourself. That's, like, it's always a, a really um, deep one. I was actually talking about this just, like, a, the other day with... Um, a friend of mine we were talking about like to my sister she was talking about high-fiving your 13 year old self it's like when she was like yeah sometimes i gotta remember to like think back to how i was when i was 13 and yeah. the things that i wanted to achieve and like look back and like high-five um them and i was like it's interesting because it's like if i try if i do that thought experiment and think back to when i was 13 it's like i've achieved heaps of like the things that yeah. I would have like couldn't have like imagined doing all these the things that I've done as a 13 year old I'd be like hell yeah you've you've done it like yeah. this is amazing but like at all points of that that journey like I don't know if it's just me but I'm always I've, I've never got to a point where you're kind of able to kind of soak in yeah a, a measure of success like there's no I, I don't know if it exists at least for me like yeah i don't know if that feeling of like um gratitude for success yeah like has ever come to me and i don't know if it ever will and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because i think it's like um it just means oh maybe that's not how i actually measure success like maybe it's not these things yeah. you know maybe it's like if, if I'm doing all these things and it's not making me feel like I've achieved a success, maybe that means I need to look for it in other places. It's not like about these measures yeah. that of things you can achieve. It's more about how you feel. I mean, it's cheesy, yeah. but it's like, yeah, these things clearly don't make me feel like, hell yeah, I've done it and give me this rush of like uh, serotonin or something. Yeah. It's more about, oh, what, what does make me feel good? Um, focus on that and that's success yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect and then the last serious question serious-ish yeah, yeah. question before we talk about food that's mm. <laughs> where my brain's at um, who do you think should come on Parry Talks who deserves their story told who would oh. be great to get interviewed in your peer group or friendship group who wow. would just be epic a great question there's so many people you can just go off if you want i would love to hear what laverne lee has to say cassius select epic um i haven't seen him in years because he's in over in the northern hemisphere yeah. now but i feel like he's still such a um 
presence in the scene here for a lot of people definitely and one of the most amazing artists um that i know um and yeah i'd love to i'd love to hear his his vibe at the moment definitely i think so but there's so many people you know just name them oh I hear, just even no explanation required um i would love to hear uh an interview with uh, my friend Tom Groves from Donkworld in Melbourne. <laughs> and hear what, hear what he has to say about the flashback rave committee. I would love to hear um, maybe oh, serious questions. I was going to just make jokes, but no. You can make jokes. Um, that wouldn't be that funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the ultimate stitch up question. Everyone's yeah. like, I, I'm like, I promise I won't stitch you up. And then at the end, just go. Yeah. I think we've got it. We've got it. Passive select. How long have you been in Sydney for? Personally? Yeah. Um, I've lived in Sydney for like exactly 10 years now. I Perfect. Think. Yeah. So you've had your fair share of takeaway meals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Not it doesn't have to be best kept secret Sydney takeaway food is but just like what's just the best independent store that you just is the ultimate takeaway can be grub not grub we just love you know the independent the ultimate spots. takeaway I mean I really I mean it's a real classic but it's a genuine Genuinely, my favorite takeaway at the moment is Cairo in Anmore. Amazing. Uh, it's, not, it's not a secret. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. But it's, it's just... Um, it's genius. It's just, it's just genius. <laughs> like, recently, it's all I want to eat. Like, it's like, if I'm getting takeaway from somewhere, it's like quality, flavor, big vibe. Yeah, everything. Ticks all the boxes. Accessible as well. Accessible. It's like... It's good. They've got their own drivers, so you can even get it delivered. Oh. Spectacular. And without the whole Uber Eats exactly. dilemma. Yeah, without the dilemma. You just call <laughs> them up. They deliver it to you. It's Shout great. Shout out Cairo Takeaway. Parry Talks. Skeleton. Thank you for coming on. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'll see you at a Skeleton show soon. If you see me at a Skeleton show in the future, and you say, yo... I listened to that interview you did with that guy. <laughs> I'll get you a drink. I promise. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. See ya.